Coming up on our hella confusing 20s. What a time we live in, huh? Where anything you can say can just be held against you forever. Imagine if that was like in the 70s. Holy fuck. All of our parents would be canceled. <laughs> I said, Jeremy, you fucking suck donkey dicks. You know? And I'm like, oh, that hurts my feelings. But is it true? Well, no, I, I don't. I don't suck donkey dicks. I mean, that's not true. So then, oh, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Let's not explore that dark side of me. Oof. Oof. You guys should... I'm trying to make you guys like me. <laughs> Without further ado, let's get into the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to um, our hella confusing 20s. You know, where me, Jeremy, it's like comedy and then it's also like self-help where I try to have fun, but also talk about real stuff of the, of the confusion of our 20s and this, this false bill of goods that we've been sold. And I try to help you out, you know, or uh, I try to help myself out, you know, I, I'm trying to help all of us, you know, but basically, uh, you know, thanks for being here. Uh, if it's your first time, what's good what's gucci my killer and if uh, if it's not your first time thanks for uh, thanks for coming back thanks for being here i i appreciate your presence so what i wanted to do real quick is uh you know it's 10:15 p.m. at night and i got to wake up at 4:50 in the morning for spin class you know as i do as me and maka do so i just wanted to do the uh the mini bonus episode real quick from uh what i what i was going to do the night when I um, went to Gambino, and I got distracted by how great that concert was, and what a good time we had, and I ended up talking. <laughs> I ended up talking about that, but uh, so the first thing that I want to to talk about, which I think is really, really going to be beneficial for a lot of listeners, you know, is I feel so good lately. <laughs> That's maybe a little bit selfish. I know, but you know what? It's, but here, here, let me, let me put this spin on it for you. The reason why I thought it was, you know, significant, you know, or worthwhile to say here is because I haven't felt so good uh, because of, uh, I guess, uh, you know, like, even though I've talked about it in previous episodes, you know, being grateful, how hard it is to feel be- grateful that disillusionment, blah, 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 blah. You know, at the end of the day, I still got to wake my ass up and go into a call center when I know, like, you know, I could be on set fucking being funny, you know? I could have my fucking summer heights high, Chris Lilly. But you know what? Uh, it, I'm, I'm on the journey, baby. I'm on the journey. And lately, I have been feeling even more grateful than ever that I'm in Sydney that I'm in Australia, and it's this beautiful place, and I'm with this beautiful woman, and I'm working, you know, I have a regular job, it pays a good wage, and I just feel like after, you know, these kind of, oh, I got a burp, as I, <clears throat> as I do, um, I just really feel like I'm at this place now where I really have so much hope in the future, like I've been doing work on myself, you know, meditating, reading, growing, uh, seeking out guides, 
like online, you know, like Robin Sharma, Tom Bilyeu, yeah, Gary Vee, what, whatever, you know, just books I like, bleh, 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 Jay Shetty, you know, just people who I, I think have something positive to offer my mindset. And I feel like, you know, day by day, it's been, it's been getting more in there, you know, day by day, it's a little bit more, you know, like, I, like I was real fat and I've been eating lots of broccoli, you know, and day by day there is progress. And I just really feel like, uh, you know, I, I know the steps. I, I know myself so much better than I did like months ago because I've taken that time to really, you know, investigate what it is, you know, that makes me feel a certain way, you know, what it is I can do to myself or tell myself or plan for myself to get myself to do certain behaviors. And it's not perfect, you know, I haven't figured everything out. But uh, I just do really feel like I, you know, I know the steps that I'm going to take that's going to allow for that more greater fulfillment and joy every day. Everything's going to be okay. You know, I'm every day I'm becoming more of a person I can be proud of, you know, and I'm not stressed about money. I know that money's going to be next, baby. I know that money's going to be next, baby. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I, I feel like if, you, if you're in a place right now where, you know, you want to change, you want to get better, uh, and maybe you're trying things, maybe you're not trying things, maybe you can't necessarily see the person you're going to become or find the belief in it. But this is just me saying like, hey, like, you're going to get there. You're going to get there, fam. You know, and uh, just just keep believing, just keep taking those baby steps. You know, you got to fucking you want to build the whole wall. But uh, here's a secret. You got to lay that motherfucking one brick at a time, baby. You got to go click, 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 click. I've never laid bricks, obviously. I have no idea what what bricks. But that was me like, like, click, click, click. That's like the bricks. And then like the that's like the how I imagine like the, the the fucking cement in between. Also, speaking of brick walls. How the fuck do they get those so clean? God, the skill in that, you know? The skill to really, like, just make a clean brick wall. If I made a brick wall, it'd probably look like, uh, just real slanty, you know? It'd probably look real slanty and mushy and all uneven and shit. There's gonna be fucking diagonal fucking bricks at 15 degrees, 35 degrees and shit. See, that's why some fucking people are, are meant to be good bricklayers, you know? And uh, then there's me, and I'm just meant to fucking just talk shit, homeboy, you know? And uh, help me out, help you out. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of the stuff, too, that's, uh, you know, been helping me feel better is I really, you know, p- part of the work I've been doing is just to get out of myself and to get out of those tendencies that are selfish and really realize the value of teamwork. Like, it, it does feel so great to have a community, and I've I've tried more to appreciate the community I do have at the call center. And like, even though like, you know, still the bigger part of me was like, bro, this is so corny. I don't care about what we're doing. The supervisors, the managers are trying to hype us all up. They're trying to give shout outs. This person got this many calls per hour. This person is on this percentage and getting upgrades. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't give a fuck. Give me a bonus, homeboy. Let me get some commission off these donations, homeboy. No, I don't really. I think that's fucked up. But if they gave commissions, I'd probably take them. Anyway, moving on. Let's not explore that dark side of me. Oof. Oof. You guys should. I'm trying to make you guys like me. (laughs) I don't want you to know I'm ready here to take 
to skim commission off charity donations, you know? That's a real that's a real guarded secret of mine. And uh, you know, I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody about that. Alright, I have a I have a image to uphold. I have a lot of listeners on this podcast and uh a significant media presence. So just make sure that uh you know you don't let that out. And uh <laughs> but I have really been uh, internalizing more that like serving other people really does bring a joy that lasts longer. Like it's crazy because you would think like logically, you know, um, all, you know, human, all human life is of the same value. And so why would it make me feel better to, to help another person like me and that person are like the same value, but for whatever reason it does. I'm just not being selfish, you know, because I guess like by nature we are so like, you know, like Mark Manson talks about, like in uh, in the fucking the book about hope. Uh, you know, he he kind of like you know reads several psychologists and their theories on moral development, and he just kind of truncates it into you know to be a child is to seek pleasure and avoid pain. You're only thinking of yourself. To be an adolescent is to understand that there's a give and take. There's like a negotiation, and the example he gives is like yo like. It would be really pleasurable for me at eight years old, 10 years old, however fucking old you are when you start to develop that. It would be really pleasurable for me to go in the freezer before dinner and just eat all the fucking ice cream. But now that I'm a little older, I know that that would really make mom mad. So I'm going to not eat the ice cream until after dinner. So by, you know, sacrificing some happiness right now, taking on that pain of not eating the ice cream... I'm going to be able to make mom happier and that in turn is going to give me give me more happiness later on. And so, you know, and, and when, when you're an adolescent mindset, you, you think things are unfair because you're like, why did this happen? Like I did all this for you and then this is what I get. All right, you know, I do this and then that. And so really, you're doing things for yourself still at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what, you know, you are, if you are taking actions that are, that are helping out others, your mindset is still with the intention that it's going to come back to you, you know, versus to be an adult, you know, uh, morally have that mindset. It means you do things that are right just because they're right, because you know it's for the greater good. And no matter how much pain it causes you, you're going to do the right thing, you know. So it's like, ah, this is like a stupid example, but it just, it's the first one that came to my head. If like a pregnant woman gets on the bus like, oh, fuck, it's going to suck to stand up. But, you know, this is the right thing to do. Or if like if your partner asks you about something and she says, you know, Jeremy, you know, tell me the truth about this. And like, you know that it's going to fucking cause pain and be upsetting to say whatever it is. Like, yeah, that was me that shit on the floor. That wasn't the dog that shit on the floor. That was me. But even even though you know it's going to cause pain. You do it anyway, you know, because it's the right thing to do. You don't want to lie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just blah, 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 blah. And so, yeah, I guess an interesting thing, too, is like, you know, studies show. I don't know what the study is. I don't know when the study was, but I read it in the book. Okay, fucking Google it yourself if you want to fact check, you whore. Um, I didn't mean that. Thank you for listening. Um, But (laughs) about 16% of the world achieves adult moral mindset uh the vast majority of people never make it past the adolescent moral mindset and uh i think uh you know just 
that idea of a child. You ju- they just want pleasure for themselves and they just want to avoid pain for themselves. We all know plenty of old ass children. We all know plenty of adult children. All right. And uh, yeah, think about that. I hope that's edified you. I actually really, that's something that was one of my biggest takeaways from the book about hope. And uh, I just gave it to you, you know, so now you don't have to read the book. You should read the book though. It's fucking good. I'll probably talk more about it in a later podcast because um, honestly, it's probably the most impactful book I've read all year. And I haven't read like a lot of books. I probably read like how many books? Maybe like around, I, I probably read about like 15 books so far this year, something like that. But it's been picking up lately, the past few weeks. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, and just in terms of, you know, selfishness versus, you know, doing things for others, there was like this Will Smith quote. And I think it's, it's really, really true where like, for them, like a lot of people just by nature, we're so concerned about what we like, right? We ask for advice or we're getting scolded or someone's saying something to us. And we just think, well, well mm, I don't like what that person said. Or, you know, I don't like the way they said it. And I'm, I'm so guilty of this. I struggle with this today. You know, I'm not claiming to be above it. Um, I'm just talking about it. And like, you know, when I'm in this happy state right now, this peaceful state right now, how do I feel about that? And what Will Smith said was, you know, regardless of what the person is doing, regardless of if they're trying to hurt you, if they're not trying to hurt you, if it does hurt you, whoever, if they're an enemy trying to fucking, you know, take you down and nitpick, if they're a friend that's trying to give you advice, whatever the situation is, like if we can train ourselves to not think, do I like what they said? Do I like how they said it? But instead to ask ourselves, is it true? You know, is it Jeremy? You fucking suck donkey dicks, you know? I'm like, oh, that hurts my feelings. But is it true? Well, no, I don't don't suck donkey dicks. I mean, that's not true. So then, whatever. But if it is something true where it's like, Jeremy, you're a fucking asshole. You only think about yourself. And maybe someone's really trying to hurt me when they say that. But is it true? And if it's true, how can I reflect? How can I grow? How can I be a better person because I want to be a better person and not because I'm trying to prove someone wrong? But it's like, you know, it's about that growth, baby. It's about that growth. And, uh, you know, I feel like that's like what what being human is so about. But I guess, you know, in the book about hope, you know, hmm, you know, that's something to talk about later. You know, do we want to aspire to a better future? Do we want to hope? Do we want to grow? Or is it all about finding peace with exactly what is? with exactly what is. But in terms of humanity, you know, I have been thinking a lot about the idea of a soul, the idea of a spirit, you know, because I do believe there is this kind of quintessence of, of us that makes us us. And I know there's that thing in like Breaking Bad in the science, whatever, like when, when somebody dies, some fucking fraction of a pound or a kilo or whatever leaves their body. And people have been like, that's the soul, that's the soul. But, you know, if you if you really think about it, there is something that makes us so us, you know, that uh, you can't quite put your finger on. But I think if you're honest with yourself and your feelings, you know, it's there, you know, that thing that that like gives life to somebody. And like, you know, what wakes us up in the morning for every day? You can say, oh, that's our body functions, blah, blah, blah. This is doing this is nourishing the heart's pumping the brains, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, okay. But then some people just fucking die. Like when they're really young, they just die in their sleep you know, and there's like, and doctors can't explain it, like, I don't know, he fucking just fucking died, you know, he just fucking, um, well, he was uh, sleeping, and he was uh, 17 years old, 
and uh, he just, uh, he fucking died, you know, and uh, I don't know what to tell you, I don't know what to tell you, it's sad, it's a tragedy, but, I mean, that stuff, I mean, it's stuff like that that really does make me feel like, you know, there is a a purpose, there is a, a power that guides us, that gives us life every day, that we don't earn, and yeah, we can make ourselves healthier, we can do all these things, but at the end of the day, there's so much that's out of control. There's so much about every moment that is such a gift, you know, that is such a thing to appreciate. And uh, because of that, like, you know, something that's always like, as much as I love to learn and read and as much as I fucking appreciate science, I fucking always get so annoyed when people are like, well, you know, we're, well, we're just wired to do this so we can keep the species alive. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I find that, uh, you know, in our research shows that females like, uh, you know, big forearms on the guys because it shows that they're a good provider and it makes a, a better chance for their offspring to carry on. Who gives a fuck, bro? Who gives a fuck? Okay, and I get it, right? You might hear me say that. Like, oh my God, Jeremy, that's from our, like, evolutionary roots. And, you know, we're, we're fucking animals. And, like, we're just, like, wired to just, you know, fucking profligate our species and our and, and create our posterity. And, you know, then we've just evolved more human stuff on top of that. That's why you're, like, questioning it. And guess what? I fucking hear you. And I want to tell you to suck shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just fucking hate when people talk like that because I feel like it's reductive, you know? I feel like it's just for me personally, you know? I feel like it's reductive of what we are as people because I feel like we're so much deeper than that. We're about so much more than that, you know? Like I remember, I still remember this when I was fucking young. I was, uh, and I was at Foothill. This guy uh, that I went to school with, he just really said like in a conversation one time that like, oh yeah, like, you know, Guys and girls having sex, that's like, you know, uh, procreating. That's like the one thing we're made to do. The one thing we're created for. And I just don't fucking think that that's true. Like, I just, my intuition says otherwise, motherfucker. But I like, I don't have the answer. Like, I don't know, like, oh no, this is actually what we're here for. Like, I personally, you know, I believe in love. I believe in enjoyment as long as it doesn't hurt people. I believe in growth. I believe in, uh, you know, creating work that, uh, you know, shows our kind of bonds, our connections, and uh, focuses on those aspects of humanity that, that we share. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's all about, but I definitely don't think it's just, you know, to reproduce, to keep going. Because me personally, right, I don't care about, you know, my, my seed, you know, continuing. Like, do I want to have children with Monica? Of course I do, you know? Because, I don't know, it's just so beautiful to me, that family and, uh, you know, being able to create those memories and have those experiences together. And maybe you hear that and you're like, oh, well, Jeremy, you know, you that, that's uh, that's just what the human brain has developed. Like, you think it's beautiful, but it's really just, you know, your, your fucking instincts so you can you can keep going. Or uh, oh, that's, what, that's what's going on underneath it. And again, fucking... Uh, I just don't like that. <laughs> And it, I don't know, you know, and maybe it is true, but like, I don't know, people act like that's the be all end all, like it's the alpha and the omega to just keep humanity going. Yeah, I just think it's so much deeper than that. You know, I think there's just so much more. I think there's so much more richness to our experience and our motivations than can can be summarized like that. God, this was supposed to be a mini episode, but things just come to me when I'm going, you know, things just come to me when I'm talking. And I just got to share it with you because you're my people. You're, if you're listening to this, you're my people. 
So thanks for being here. You know, a cool idea too that I that I was hearing the other day is um, Tom Bilyeu was talking about like you can decide to get excited about something, and I had just never heard anybody say that before, because I'm so used to like yeah, well certain things excite us, certain things don't excite us, but. He was talking about like just humans are so excitable and like he's he's done that like well as long as there's like a legitimate core there right like it's like oh wow like let's let's say like i'm going to the sauna tomorrow and i'm like oh yeah that'll be nice that'll be nice to go to the sauna but if you choose to you can hold that thought in your mind and like think about (coughs) sorry you can think about like how great the sauna is going to be how grateful you are that you get to go to the sauna that you can afford it you know, you're going to be like, oh, man, just like imagine like you're going to fucking watch Netflix on your phone while you're in there. You're going to take a nice shower before you can really just keep on finding aspects of it to get yourself excited. And the more it stays in your mind, the more it builds. Or I guess you're building it. The more you're building it like it is a conscious thing before you know it, you're super excited. And you know what? I, I wish I could say that I've been trying that to like see how I can get myself excited about things. But honestly, I haven't. Maybe I'll try that tomorrow. That'll be like my Thursday experiment. I'm going to like get super excited about something just to prove to myself that I can. But yeah, but even, you know, when you are excited, when you are inspired, you know, something that I feel, you know, for myself is like, there can be that risk there of you feel inspired and then you just keep on doing things to feel inspired, reading things, listening to things, just like relishing that, but you're still not actually doing anything to move forward. And so I feel like a big part of, you know, being able to actually like make shit happen is just to, you know, make sure that you actually are doing actions, you know, and something I've learned too is like, you know, really just, I think you should just make it as easy for yourself as possible because, you know, and this is another thing that Mark Manson talks about in like the book about hope is like, we are very much run by feeling. That's why you're like, fuck, I want to lose 15 pounds. And then six months later, you gained five pounds because you never actually did the things that make you or that would allow you to lose 15 pounds. But and so like the trick is like just, uh, you know, well, one of the one of the tricks, I guess, is like you like we're we're since we're so run by feelings, we need to know that the thing we're going to do is going to make us feel good. And then we're going to do it. You know, like, oh, man, like, you know that you're going to enjoy watching, you know two hours of the big bang theory so you do it but then sometimes you know certain people they don't know that like they don't feel like they're gonna feel good about two hours at the gym and so you know and like sometimes you can think like oh well just like maybe imagine the feeling like visualize you get on the scale and you're 15 pounds lighter how good is that gonna feel and so when you want to go to the gym and like the first thoughts come to your mind oh i'll be tired i'll be sore i'll be embarrassed whatever like think about how good you'll feel once you've lost the weight and then like try to let that overpower your your um your hesitance, you know, to want to go to the gym. And that really works for everything, you know what I mean? And just like doing little tricks too. Like I I, I was having a hard time finding time to, you know, this thing I'm working on, this kind of little, you know, I don't know what to call it, like a mini series, a web series, I guess. Um, but I was having a hard time finding time to just sit down on my laptop and like work on the script format of it. But I just, so I downloaded the Celtics app. And then when I have like a second, you know, between work, lunch breaks and stuff, when I can just, you know, even if it's like a line, 
you know, or a few lines. I'll just get in there day by day. And now, you know, over the past, I don't know how long, like a week or two or something, I've got to like 11 pages. I don't know what the fuck it's at, but it's in like, there's a lot of other stuff going on, but it's like, if I hadn't downloaded that app, I, it would still be just in my Google Docs, you know? And so, and don't, don't, don't feel bad about taking those shortcuts, you know, baby. Sometimes you just gotta, sometimes shortcuts are the way, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta get there by any means necessary, except hurting people. Don't hurt people. <laughs> and you know, just in terms of like the growth, right? And just in terms of growth and becoming, like there was this other quote I heard that, uh, you know, one cannot learn what they already think they know. And if you really think about that, that's so, like how many times, because as as people, right? Like it feels good for us to know something. Okay, I did four years of college and this, now I know that thing. Oh my God, I, I went to acting school. Now I know how to act. You know, it just feels good to feel like we've done something. We we are accomplished in something. But so many people do that. And then throughout the years, they stagnate because they're no longer growing. They're no longer investigating. They're no longer seeking. They rest on their laurels. And I think that thing, you know, I don't know if I first heard it about like the gym. Like if you're not getting stronger, you're getting weaker. Or if you're like, or just in general, like your brain or, you know, if you're not getting smarter, you're getting dumber. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Like actual stasis is, is, it is actually, I don't know if that ever happens. You know, there's always something happening. There's always something to be gained. There's always something to be lost. And it just feels so good to, you know, know that you're growing. Like I've been rereading the actor in the target. I'm trying to be a perpetual student. I'm about to reread this screen acting book. Uh, Monica and I were talking about going to a NIDA class, you know, and like people, you could be arrogant and be like, well, I already have my BFA. Like, what do I got to go to like this class for? You know, oh, I went to NYU. What do I got to go to class for? But there's just more to explore. Or even if it is just, even if you're not necessarily, you know, learning new ideas by putting yourself in the practice of whatever it is you care about, you're going to learn about yourself. You know, if you're just doing it consciously and you're trying to see okay well what are my habits what am i doing how do i think about this is there any other way to think about it to grow to to be even better you know like that is really exciting to me is just to to just keep on growing and like to never feel like oh i know that oh i've learned that already you know just staying hungry staying hungry staying curious staying excited all those motherfuckers talk about that like what's the key to six like what is it you know every single successful person that I've ever talked to, like, what do they have in common? They all are so curious about the world, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm just, uh, you know, what's this? What's that? Let me learn about this. Let me learn about that. I saw a thing today, like Bill Gates still like reads like so many books, you know, whether it's to kind of reinforce his knowledge, double check his knowledge, or like learn new things. You just never know what you're going to get. But you can trust that it's always going to be positive. You're never going to get negative outcomes by continuing to learn, continuing to explore, you know? Like, it's like, if I take a bunch of acting classes, it's not like I'm going to get worse. (laughs) I think people are just so afraid of, uh, you know, the way they look. Like, they're like, oh, what if I go to this class? And people are like, oh my God, he has a degree? Like, he doesn't seem that great. Like, they're they're just so afraid of judgment. But it's like, fuck that, dude. Like, I'm just, I'm here to grow. I'm here to learn you know, and just like, I think it's like being self-confident in yourself and and having the ability to accept your, 
your humanness, you know, that you're not going to be amazing and smash it and do all these things. Like, you know, it's about training yourself to not value the things that you think you are or like the talent you think you have, the ability you think you have, but instead to value, uh, you know, your ability to grow and stay curious. And it really is, it's taken a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be saying this shit like a year ago, like 365 days ago. Fuck no, bro. You know, <laughs> but I'm so much happier now. I'm so much more at peace just because like I really like more than ever. I don't give a fuck like what people think about me um, in terms of like being embarrassed or, you know, they're going to judge me and think I'm not good or whatever, you know, because uh, the idea of learning and, and being better is just so much more appealing to me, you know, and makes me feel so much better than like the the fear of all the negative stuff you know, and also it really is all in your head, you know, but I mean, that's everything. I mean, everything is all in our head, you know, but, um, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it's just about, you know, I, I just been, I just been really training myself to get a better handle on it, to get a better handle on it, partner. And really too, like the, like, I think like the greatest thing for, you know, helping to, to become is books because books are just so, they're just so dense. You know, there's like a density of information. There's like a comprehensiveness there. It's like thorough. Well, depending on the book, but in general, like as a, as a medium, you know, there's just time for many more words, many more thoughts. And uh, of, of course, you know, a, a very deliberate uh, organization of those things in a way that like, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but still podcasts don't quite have that. Movies and documentaries don't quite have that. You know, it's all about the emotional journey and, and making you feel things. But even like my friend Andre, you know, who's back in LA, I kind of lost touch with him. I don't know. Yo, Andre, if you, uh, if you hear this podcast, bro, hit me up. <laughs> but, um, you know, we were talking too. I remember this conversation we had years ago when I was like, uh, when I was at Foothill with him and he was just talking about how he did, you know, for, before he wanted to be an actor, he wanted to be a writer and, you know, doing fiction because it is just so, so rich, you know, just the way they talk about feelings and experiences and you know, memory and future and hope and present and the details of right now and, you know, the way we, we form meaning. It is, uh, it, it's, uh, books are such a rich, rich experience, you know, and and, and um, the, the medium just allows for that in a way that, you know, I don't think anything else really does, you know, because even with a movie, like, okay, you're watching stuff happen and you can infer but in a book, like, you know, you're, you're not just watching it happen, but then you're, you're seeing like all the things that led to it. You know, the, the way the person feels about it is much more, uh, I guess, kind of specifically explained to you. And you're like, oh my God, I know that. Or I don't know that. And that's so interesting. But I mean, oh man, I just have, uh, you know, my appreciation for books has increased again so much, you know, in, uh, in recent years. But you know what, though? I used to read so much fiction as a kid. Do you ever just have like moments where you realize how fucking old you are? You're like, holy fuck, I'm fucking ancient now. And like one of those moments for me was when I was like, when the fuck did I start liking nonfiction? <laughs> you know what I mean? When I was growing up, I was like, what the fuck? Who wants to read nonfiction? That's so boring. Real life, whatever. I'm going to read the fucking series of unfortunate events again. <laughs> but now like nonfiction is my fucking shit. Like nonfiction is crazy like just dealing with what we are and what we've done and you know what we can do and just fields of study fields of art 
I mean, I, I don't even, what was the last fiction book I read? Was it, might've been Invisible Monsters by Chuck Palahniuk, which is a dope book. And like, there's, I think, I don't know, fiction, you know, has a lot of amazing stuff to, to offer. Like when uh, Monica gave me Norwegian Wood by Murakami. Oh my God, what a fucking great book. What a great fucking book. But, you know, but, you know, it's such a great book. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, you know, there, there, there's, there's still so many nonfiction books I want to get through, though, before I kind of make my way back into fiction. Like, there's just things I want to learn about. There's things that I think can help me grow in certain ways that I haven't really explored yet. You know, there's certain comedy books I want to read, certain, you know, sitcom writing books I want to read that I was kind of researching the other day. And it's cool. And you know what, too, something I was thinking about is like we, what is the reason why so many people want to become a certain way, why they want to do certain things, right? They, they see it as like a means to an end where they fucking just want to, you know, make a bunch of money. And everybody thinks that like money is going to solve their problems. But this was another thing Tom Bill, you was talking about where he's like, look, like it's not. Like, look, I'm here to tell you. And I look, I don't know if it's accurate, but his like the Google says he's worth like 400 mil. And it's like, yeah, like here. Okay, here's how I see money. Okay, I'm talking as Tom Bilyeu. Here's how I see money. Like money is real. It is a great facilitator. It allows you to do shit. It allows you to make your most amazing dreams come true. But at the end of the day, it's not going to make you happy. It's not going to change how you feel about yourself when you're sitting by yourself. You know, it's a transient thing. It comes and it goes. But at the end of the day, it's not going to show you who you are. You know, it's not going to show you what, what's important and what matters. And also, like he pointed out this thing that I thought was fascinating that I I never thought about before, but it's so true. Where like the way our culture, well, I'm just, I don't know if it's American culture. I think, well, I'm an Australian now, obviously, but I feel like American culture and Australian culture, I think, have this in common where... Um, you know, it's seen as more tragic if somebody, you know, makes like 55 million and then he or she loses it all as opposed to if they make 45,000 a year their whole life, you know, like, oh, wow, like this person tasted that richness and now he has nothing or now she has nothing. Oh, so sad. Oh, what a fucking miserable case versus, you know, they go their whole life, you know, just kind of breaking even just kind of being all right you're like oh that's fine it's such a weird thing and also in terms of like means not ends like i've just been i was like reading like a blink about uh common today i don't know if it was a biography or an autobiography but uh what the blink was saying was uh you know common he like in terms of rap like early on he just kind of saw it as like a means to an end to be successful to make money but later on he really began began to see it as its own end like, this is a place to express. This is a place to create. This is a place to make art and communicate. And I'm really trying more to, like, see this podcast as that. See my writing, my acting. You know, think of it as an end. What is the the, the therapeutic element? What is the value of it intrinsically to me, to others, you know, in that human experience? As opposed to thinking, oh, like, I want to do this so I can get this. You know? And that actually reminds me of, of the book about hope because that's one of his big things he's like, he's arguing for is like, we got to start treating each other as ends as much as possible, not as means to ends. Ah, oh, how great. How great. 
Mm. And at the end of the day too, though, you know, even like, you know, talent and growth and all these things and, and skills, like, yeah, it does make you feel great and it can be amazing and that is so important. But at the end of the day too, like, like skills like allow you to, to do things that you could not do before, you know? Like, for example, like you learn how to code. Now you can make a build a website without, you know, Wix or whatever. Like I have a Wix site or, you know, you learn how to write a script. Now you can write scripts. Like it's just like really like people don't realize, you know, that like it's just like it's just like tools, you know, but it but they can be really, really cool in terms of like, oh, like it's just literally you couldn't do that thing before. And now you can do that thing. It's so, it's like crazy to think about, you know, just the, just the utility of it, I guess, you know, like, it's like you learn how to fucking sew and stitch. Now you can make this garment or whatever. Oh man. But yeah, just that real word application, I think is, it's so amazing. Like when you realize that any skill that like exists in the world, if you want to, you can go learn that skill, you know, like you can learn how to fix cars, you can learn how to, you know, design microchips, you can learn how to whatever, whatever, whatever. And, uh, you know, and I think like, you know, in terms of, like, for me, I'm just thinking, okay, what are the ways I want to impact the world? What are the things that I need to create, or be able to create to have that kind of impact? And then like, then I'm going to go learn how to do those things. I'm going to go learn how to do those skills, you know? And like, I think it's easy when you, when you don't know something, when you're not in the realm of that to just think like, ah, oh, like you, you can't really visualize it. You can't really feel it on a visceral level or like maybe even believe that, you know, it's something you can do. So that's why I think it is, you know, that's why I think visualization is so important. And just like even basic Google searches, you know, like reading, you know, there's, um, because that gets you in the mode to realize, oh, like, oh, it is something possible. And like, and it goes back to like the steps I was talking about earlier. Like you learn a little bit about it. Maybe like, maybe just at first you learn what you need to learn. Okay. It's like, oh, okay, here are the things I need to learn about. And then you get a book on one of those things and you start to learn. And like, you know, something in that book leads you to another book, which leads you to a course, which leads you to whatever. But there's, you know, there, there's, I think that like all that stuff, it just begins you know, at first with like, you just take that first step and it's like trust. And then like, it's like, of course, you're not going to know what it's going to look like. You're not going to know what it's going to, you're not going to know what it's going to feel like, but, uh, you just keep going. And then before you know it, like it starts to look amazing. It starts to feel amazing. And you're doing all these super cool things. (laughs) Mm, what am I thinking about utility? Um, so yeah, what the hell am I talking about? Why am I talking about skills and all these different things? Um, if there is anything in the realm of human achievement, in the realm of human possibility that has inspired you, that has excited you, that makes you think, oh, that'd be cool to be involved in that or to do something like that. You know, if, if you need somebody to tell you that they believe in you, 
and that you can do that thing, hey, I'm here for you. And I'm telling you, I believe in you. You can do that thing, you know? And we're, we're out here. We're in our 20s. We're confused as shit. It's hard for us to see us actually being these people that we dream about being, that we want to be, that we think about being. But we're going to be those beings, all right? Damn, that should be on a t-shirt, huh? Confused 20-something pod. Be those beings. <laughs> well, hey, so here's a fucking mini episode that turned into base almost a fucking full-length episode. But I still want to do another one because I have like, oh, man, I have so many notes for future episodes. Because I just have so many things that I want to work through with you guys. You know, I want us to just to just figure out this journey together because it's hard, man. It's a hard journey, you know? It's not easy to do the things that we have to do, but we're going to be all right. Hey, thanks for being here, <laughs> listening to my quote-unquote mini-episode that was supposed to be the end of the last episode. And, uh, you know, you're a champion for being here. You're a legend. I wish you all the very, very, very best, and I'll see you next week or maybe even before that. I'll see you real soon. You know, and uh, oh, you know what? I haven't done this on any of them yet, but now that I'm starting to get listens, you know, if you like any, if this is adding value to your life, oh, fuck, I hate to do this though. I hate when fucking people ask for shit. You know what I mean? I was like, bro, I don't, I don't but then sometimes the reminder is useful. It's like, oh yeah, I wouldn't have thought to do that. But since they mentioned it, like, okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll put it out there. Um, if you feel like leaving a, a five-star review, then please do that, you know, and, and maybe drop some kind words. It'd warm my heart, and I'd really appreciate it. But if you want to leave anything less than a five-star review, fucking shove that review up your ass. Shove it up your fucking ass. I don't want your four-star review. I don't want your three-star review. I don't want your, I definitely don't want your two and one-star reviews. Blah. Don't even, don't even suggest that to me, all right? I don't want your stupid reviews if they're less than, but if they're five stars, God bless you, God keep you. You are a shining star, and you're going to achieve your wildest dreams. Thank you. And, uh, you know, and honestly, you know, I don't know if I've ever shared like a pod, like when people are like, oh yeah, share this podcast with your friends. I don't think I've ever done that. Because I'm like, I don't know, for me, like pod, like podcasts are a personal experience. And I like to just uh, listen on my own and like get, get what I'm going to get from it. But, um, you know, if there's anything, you know, you, you want to talk about that or that you think would help somebody, you know, that'd be cool. If you're like, hey, like Jared, this guy on his podcast, he fucking talked about fucking that he shit on the floor and like it wasn't okay. And like he, he, he own up to that. <laughs> but uh, no, of course, you know, if you, if you feel like there's anything you want to talk about, you want to share it with anybody, that's definitely appreciated, you know. And uh, it's not even like, I'm not even trying to like grow to like make money off this podcast, you know, and like, oh, I want to fucking be famous. I want to be the one of the fucking top podcasts in the charts. Like, I don't know. Just to me, that's like whack. I don't know. I, oh my God. Watch, watch this fucking clip of me saying this like fucking a year from now. Watch me. I'm like fucking campaigning hard. Let's get me in the top 50. And then someone's going to fucking play this clip. Like, look at, he fucking said he didn't care about it. Now he's fucking doing it. What a fucking hypocrite. What a time we live in, huh? Where anything you can say can just be held against you forever. Imagine if that was like in the 70s. Holy fuck. All of our parents would be politically done, you know? So all of our parents would be canceled. 
<laughs> oh fuck i should put that in, in some fucking stand-up i should do that in a comedy club oh my god if you we were held accountable for everything we said back in the 70s and 80s all of our parents would be fucking canceled um but uh yeah but for the time being like i just really want to like really like this is like a labor of love you know like i'm fucking it's fucking late after my call center job and i'm just trying to like i really hope that this is helping somebody you know like if you're if you this has helped you like i'm so happy and you know what i mean like like i'm i don't know like i'm grateful that i'm grateful for this opportunity you know and uh yeah and i just want to you know like it sounds corny because i feel like fucking people say this shit like oh yeah that's what you're supposed to say but i really just do want to help as many people as possible like anybody who needs some fucking guidance right now in their 20s or they at least just want to feel like you know other people are just confused as shit as well they're going through stuff they don't know what the fuck is happening and then i just want you to know that like i'm here for you and you know as this community grows like this community gets it bro we're in our 20s and we're having a shit time and we just want to laugh, you know, but also grow, you know, and growth is laughter, you know, that's a fucking Jeremy quote for you. Growth is laughter. What the fuck am I saying? Laughter is growth. I don't know if either of those are true. I'm going to meditate on those statements. Maybe I'll have more to say about them later on. But uh, <laughs> thanks again for being here. I'm going to freaking go to sleep. So I have some energy for spin. Um, I appreciate you. I love you. Take care. Arrivederci. It's so hard to leave at the end of the podcast. I never know how to end it. Arrivederci. Thank you for being here. And uh, see you soon. And uh, keep moving forward. You know, keep moving forward and, 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 and be comforted by the fact that you're not alone. All right. Jeremy, a.k.a. Not Funny Funny Guy, signing out.